Let's dial in Andrew Lejeune to talk Hong Kong. I wonder if the dial tone will come over this. Are we going to edit this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Is we'll... he going to know that he's straight up when he answers this phone to, with a bunch of expletives? Andrew, are you there? <laughs> how are you guys? Very Morning. well, how are you? Good, yeah. We're running for time today? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're 25 minutes late. Good. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, All right, okay. No. Got Adam All rambling. Good. All good. Got me rambling. We said, we're going to touch on uh, Simo wanted to make his case for why Willie Park will conquer Sydney off the top. And I, that <laughs> oh, I was like, go. yeah, yeah, rattle some stats off for two or three minutes and then we'll get Andrew on <laughs> 25 minutes later. <laughs> Didn't quite work out. <laughs> All good. Hopefully it's worth the wait. For sure. Now, you're still here, aren't you? I am. What's the latest? Um, when do you get back or how's that going to work? Can you get back? Well, I don't know is the, is the short answer. Um, for anyone who's not aware, so I was due to fly back, I don't even know what date it is, so a week, a week ago. And it, um, sort of about 10, you know, it was about 10 days before my holiday ended, the, the government just sort of out nowhere, as far as I could see, introduced this travel ban, um, which... That there was two days basically for me announced it to get out of which of course there was I, I was actually at the movies when it happened I came out and switched the phone back on to a flurry of messages from my travel agent saying I'm trying to get you on a flight tomorrow I thought what's she talking about she's got the wrong number <laughs> um, and then sort of put it all together and they just like a blanket band it's supposed to be for two weeks um, then they extended it for another two weeks I've had four flights cancelled um, you know you get on the next one they cancel it I even had to I'm not trying to big, my note, big note myself here because I actually I had a premium economy seat to fly back. And it's the, I've never oh, flown premium before, but I've, <laughs> I've flown twice business in my life. I've never flown premium economy. But there were no seats. You had to, I had to pay for a downgrade to economy because they would reissue the ticket and they cancelled the flight anyway. Um, I thought you were going to say so, you dropped a do you know who I am. <laughs> it, did, it didn't work. <laughs> no, 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 we don't know who you are. <laughs> um um, there's one flight as it stands, as I understand it, there's one flight from Australia to Hong Kong that Cathay are operating in the, for the whole of February. Um, I couldn't get on that. And uh, word on the street is that that flight probably won't happen anyway. They reckon they'll, they'll, they'll extend the ban again and that'll be cancelled too. You should have got in Luke Curry's luggage. Should have done. Yeah, I don't know how big his suitcase was, but uh, if I could do a contortionist um, <laughs> trick, I could have slipped in there. I'd be back already and out of well, I think they're out next week, aren't they? Yeah, time next, flies. Next week, yeah, yeah, we're already into late January, and it seems crazy. Yeah. Um, so no, I am. Uh, I'm still here in Australia. Um, and if anyone has um, a kayak that they're looking to sell secondhand, then I might be in the market for one. <laughs> well, you could be stranded in worse places. I could be. Yes, this is very true. So we'll, we'll try and make the best of it. Um, and yeah, good racing to to watch from afar this weekend. Yeah, so you can still find a. Um a winner at Chartin from um, your beach shack in, in Newcastle. I'm sure it's <laughs> a man who's flying premium economy with an agent on the phone, I'm sure. Is right, not, not, any, not anymore. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm sure Shaq undersells it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, not, not, not quite on either front. Somewhere in between, but probably towards the lower end, I think, of what you're, uh, of what you're imagining. <laughs> so are they going to dial you in for the coverage, Andrew, or how's that working? No, no, not at this stage because um, of the, the delay. Um, your your feed is actually is very quick. The one on the website. Um, I was watching. I was speaking to someone there in Hong Kong, 
uh, last week, but there's still just, you know, sort of counting off my head, it's probably just a little bit to try and do a live coverage of being here. You know, there's to be a second or so delay between me saying something and then hearing it and then replying. So um, at this stage, it's um, that part of things isn't workable, sort of being live anyway. Um, but to hear, say, watching your, what, you've, you've got to come to racing and sports. You've got to come to racing and sports. <laughs> and our little podcast. There you go. That that is the uh, the place to, to watch it because you get it. I mean, it's a complete feed. Um, so just because the uh, you know the satellite delay or whatever it is, however these things work, you know, it's not going to be completely um, to the to the, the millisecond. But um, it, it's very very close. I mean, even the local. You watch the local coverage um, in um, in Hong Kong and one of the channels, and that, that's on a two second delay. You know, so it's as, as close as you'll get. All right. Can you shed a bit of light on the Centenary Sprint Cup for us? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, I mean, small fields, um, cycle winning. Um, yeah, in, in December, we, again, you know, it was obviously um, from a form perspective very hard to work out with, the, you know, the, the, the accident that happened mid-race. Um, a lot of horses had their, their chances, um, you know, ruined through that. Wellington, being one of them, oh, I'm some bit two minds about Wellington because I wasn't sure at the time that he was he was going all that well, but still, you know, it's a massive excuse. He was interfered with, so you can't can't judge him on that. And he's come out and trialed well since. Cheek pieces go on. Um, Stable's having a few winners, so and it, it, Wellington has been sort of my pick from the, the start of the season. So I sort of feel obliged. Um, I know there's no prizes for loyalty in this game, but I do sort of because I always thought that he was going to be the standout sprinter this year. I sort of you know, I'm reluctant to jump off, but it was a good win from Skyfield last night. Courier Wonder was good. Hocking Form won this race last year, and Size has won the last four Centenary Sprint Cups as well. Um, Computer Patch is good, and he's trialled well, but he's, you know, is he a genuine Group 1 horse? The two interesting ones, probably right down at the bottom, Super Wealthy getting back up to 1,200, and Master 8 unbeaten in five. Um, Big but, step for him. You know, this is, le- yeah, this is, this is level weights now. Um, and it, it, question for you guys, when you're looking at this, so we've got two ratings. We've got the local rating and the international rating. Um, you know, he's rating 95 internationally. The local rating is a little bit higher, 101. But, you know, if he's off 90, well, I suppose if you judge the Skyfields international rating as well, he's lower here as well. But, you know, he, he should be getting 20-odd pounds in a handicap and he's racing off level weights. I make it more... I was playing around with some ratings for this this morning, actually, and I think he should be getting about... 12 or 13 pounds, but I still think he'll, I think he'll measure up to them. It's interesting. He's got, um, mm. you say he was down in the weights there last time, but he's got horses in behind him there, super wealthy computer patch and co that say he is somewhere up to these, you say five from five. So he's pretty interesting because they're, um, I'd stop short of saying a motley crew above him, but there, there's no standout horse like Skyfield won that messy race. Wellington was at least that good. But where's he at now? You've given us a nice little push there mm. off a nice trial. So I think Wellington's win over computer patch is as good as any of the form there. So if you could, if you fancy him to get back to it, and, and that was the same level I think that Hot King Prawn was at winning this race last year. So that's about the, the level. So I don't think that is too big a jump for Master 8. I think the 1,000 or 12 is probably the niggle for me. Makes it harder? Right. Yeah, he's sort of... His last two wins have been good, but at a thousand meters and now twelve hundred drawn out. Yeah, I'm not. I think it's funny these horses make make these jumps. I think Adam harps on about it. We don't probably get 
those ratings right of those horses and then they get into these better races and all of a sudden they're, you know, 15 pounds better than what we had them rated, but it's not always the case. Yeah. They're probably better than what we rate them. It's just hard to because Hong Kong racing, everything's so compressed, all the finishing positions, all the margins, you know, generally are very, very tight. So it's hard. If you pull master eight up, you pull the rest of the race up and that's probably not right in that sense. But yeah, yeah. Little, little niggle for me would be the 1,000 or 12 and he's never raced horses of this caliber at this under this weight, you know, weights. Yeah, scale. he's going to be a bit different tempo for the race. And again, if you look at the times, I mean, limited experience. And he had three starts over the 1,200, but he's got by far the slowest time as well, 108.4 is his best time. That might even, I think that was on debut. He did that actually, 108.4. If you look to, um, you know, Wellington, 107.8. Um, Hot King Prawn, you know, breaks 108 as well, regularly stronger as well. You know, they're all sort of sub. Actually, Curry Wonder hasn't, I feel, but, you know, the others are, are capable of running much quicker times. But maybe he is as well. Yeah, Master 8. You know, we just don't one, know at um, stage. They could draw it out of him, sort of thing. We don't have a. Um we don't have a market anywhere as yet, do we? We don't. Um, where's he going to? F- do we know where he's going to fit in? Will he be popular? I think he will be, just given the um, his record so far. I mean, Joe doesn't ride. Joe's ridden all his starts so far, but he sticks with Courier Wonder. Um, so Matthew Chadwick. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't spoken to him, so I couldn't. I uh, couldn't tell you the thought process. So maybe he committed to Courier Wonder right at the start of the season, and said I'll ride him all the way through, but. I don't know. He hasn't. Has he been on uh, but, just about every ride? Mm. I think he has been on. So a market. Korea Wonder ride the Master Eight, yeah. There is a market up. We found so Master Eight's actually favourite in this mm. market, which mm. I find surprising. Yeah. Okay. That is surprising. I think. I would have thought he was a yeah, but nothing, nothing wrong with Matthew Chadwick. He's a lively outsider as opposed to the um, horse to beat. Yeah, so he this market okay. he's three dollars, Courier one to four dollars, Skyfield five dollars, Wellington six, super wealthy seven fifty, Hot King Prawn seventeen, stronger twenty one, computer oh, match twenty six. Yeah. Yes. Hot King Prawn, his best data behind it, but he'll he'll run his race. Um but it's, something should beat him, um, if you know what I mean. I, I think if we're looking to the future now, maybe it is Master Eight, but I'll I'll stick with Wellington. Um third up now. Um you don't eat that win last year in the Chairman's Sprint Prize was very, very good. So hopefully we can get back to get back to something like that. Yeah, I think actually, I think you're right. I think if he runs to that, he'll he'll beat them. Yeah, so he's probably the bet mm-hmm. in that early market, six dollars. When you consider the yeah, like the SPs, so six of eight come through that international sprint. Courier won to start at the shortest price in that at four fifty. Wellington ten dollars, and I think you know you can put your pen through or not put pen through the form obviously respected a little bit but obviously you know you've got to be forgiving of that so six dollars is probably a fair bet wellington i think wasn't he not he was unfit first yeah. up as well wasn't he well that was the yeah story. He, he had he, he had a little so he'd missed it, missed his first that run with a little niggle so needed that and then there was the you know the, the run on international day the trial since it was down the straight on the turf um, with the cheek pieces on as well Alexi just let him jump and run um, Golden 60 was in that trial as well and ran a you know solid third. But he, it's interesting because he sort of gets back in his race. But I just wonder with a smaller field, you know, they're not going to. I don't think they'll drop him out this time. I think you know they'll be hoping for a good position just in you know two or three back or something, and and then let him rip. So hopefully, you know, he's getting there now. Um, I smell a bit. Yeah, so, and those sort of prices. Well, you know, field of eight. You know, he's almost an each way price, isn't he? At that, but um, yeah, I'll stick with him. And who is the danger? To go on 60. 
if there even is one. Well, yeah, I mean, who is? I mean, last year, Southern Legend got within a head of him in this race last year. Um, I don't know. I mean, he, he was fifth up for that race last year. Now he's only third up. This is the elite equal silent witness as well. If he if he wins this with this um, this winning streak, um, which would be incredible. Uh, more than this, ran second to him last time. You know, why Kook was a little bit unlucky in this race last year. They, they, but they're all, he, he's got their measure. If it all, you know, straightforward race, everything being equal, he just wins. Um, you, you, you're hoping he has an off day, which he hasn't done, you know, his last 16 starts. So, um, you know, that's a bit of a, bit of a long bow. But it was this time last year, Southern Legend got within ahead of him more than this then on, you know, got within a short head of him towards the end of the season. But now he's had a later start to the campaign. You know, maybe that will be on his side. I think the um, maybe the interesting little. I mean, you're right. If he's gets clear air and runs anywhere near his best, he'll he'll just beat them. But um, could Blake Shin try a little bit of a off and gone again on on Russian <laughs> Emperor? That might be the maybe there's well, the the little. Um, Hope for Golden Sixty to get strung up from one, and and Blake takes off on on Russian Emperor and, and tries to nick it. Because I think if one beats him, they'll be nicking it. Yeah, and Blake did that in the Derby as well, or nearly did that a couple of seasons ago. Um, played a Puente, you know, kicked on the turn, and um, you know, he had to. Um, Make him you know, come so, and get I don't him. know how many was it. Yeah, eight and ten lengths or so. And he sort of rode him like that Russian Emperor on International Day as well. Like maybe he surprised Blake a little bit how quick he went because he sort of was off and gone and, you know, they they got him on the line. But I was thinking about this as well with him. I mean, his, he's obviously there to do his best, but I'm assuming that, you know, his target would be the, the Gold Cup, which is next up over 2,000 metres. So, you know, do you if the door's open, they're obviously going to take the opportunity. But, you know, if you kicked on from the 800 or whatever or 600 and tried to nick it, you know, do you bottom them out for his next race? It's a month away. should just be plenty of time to recover. But, yeah, I had the same thought, actually. If if you were going to try and um, get him, then that would be to do it. Is hope he was a little bit further back, kick and make him chase. Blake um, Shin has a, 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 um, a history of, of attempting to kill giants and he's gone awful, awful Ooh. close. He gave Humidor... As good a losing ride as you've mm. ever seen a Cox Plate when he tried to to knock the mare off, and he tried to do her again. I think when he rode Happy Clapper, and he took off, and I mean she was she was just too good, but um, gave her a brief fright, I suppose. So it is sort of um, it's in Blake Shin's uh, makeup to to try and do that. Well, the coffin's never fun yeah. for Golden Sixty as well. If he gets locked away, you never know. They know where he's going to be, yeah. which is dangerous for him. Yeah, I mean, he, he tried. It, he, he, he did come through the middle, didn't he, on International Day, um, and the, the breaks came. But you know, Vincent in the past has been happy to drop back, go very wide, and just let him unwind down the straight. But um, yeah, th- that's the only you know tactical angle I think they've got really. Um, you know, healthy, happy can get up on the speed and get running as well. Um, yeah, it was a good win from him first up. Um, he's got King Shield maybe for company in front, but I can't see King Shield holding on. So I think that if someone's going to try and roll him, that's the way to do it. Because if you, more than this, unfortunately, hits this flat spot, you know, comes off the bridle and then storms home late. Um, so it's difficult for him to, you difficult to make up ground on Golden 60. Um, so maybe that's the way to, no, um, you know, that. to try and beat him from the front. No. The where to. So, um, yeah, t- tactically it's interesting. Where to after the weekend? Has there been chat? Is he going? Yeah, well, the, the, the early chat was, no. well, next will be um, 
So the next group ones are the, the Gold Cup and the Queen Silver Jubilee Cup at the end of Feb, the 20th of Feb, so it's a month away, basically. So the Queen Silver Jubilee is 1,400 and the Gold Cup is 2,000. So he went to the 2,000 last year. Don't think they'll do that. It's never been the plan. So they'll drop. So in theory, what we should get is is then a clash between the Centenary Cup winner, runners, Golden. you know, against Gold, yeah, <laughs> uh, against Gold 60. And they meet, you know, in between at the 1,400 metres. They come up from the 12 to the 14. He drops from the mile back to the 14. And that's what you get that. We had it a couple of years with Beauty Generation and Beat the Clock. That's yeah. what they used to do. So... Hopefully that's what we get. Um, certainly a sky field, however he runs on the weekend, I think he'd be good up to the 1,400 metres. So um, that's something to look forward to, definitely. Um, I don't know what they do with Wellington. They tried 1,400. It was a long time ago now. He clearly didn't, on that day, didn't stay cruised up until the 200 and then just fell in a hole. But he's you know, he's a year or so older now, so maybe they'll have another crack. Hopefully they will. Because that's the matchup you want if you want the sprinters against the milers meeting over the, um, you know, the middle ground. Yep, for sure and certain. And then off to Japan for the Yasuda, hopefully. Old Champions Mile first, I suppose. Champions Mile and then um, and then the Yasuda Kin and all things being equal. And um, yeah, I mean, fantastic to think that, again, for the you know the narrative of all that he was still on this winning run by the time he got to Japan. And hopefully we're at a point, I don't know where the Japanese are, they got, like, where they are with crowds and things like that. But hopefully you've got a, something like a, not necessarily a full house, but uh, a big crowd at Tokyo. And that would be, uh, be awesome to Rocking. see him there. So, yeah. Um, and Vincent Ho, you know, he's got good support as well. He's ridden the you know Japanese horses to victory, so they, um, you know, he's got a good fan base in Japan as well. So, yeah, that's the long term, but yeah, the short. So he'll be very short. He was one point two for this last year. He's going to be very, very short again, almost unbackable. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're looking at, so I think I think you're right out of that Russian emperor. I think he's the, you know, maybe the one. Um, I don't know what sort of price he'd be. Um, Waikuku's clearly talented, but. Again, his best days might be behind him. But, um, yeah, if there was to be an upset, maybe it could be the Empress. Still a Hong Kong maiden. be something, <laughs> wouldn't it, to knock off Golden 60 for your first win? Out of Atlantic. First win in so Hong Kong, anyway. We'd claim it as an Australian victory. Absolutely. We'd fly the flag, claim the anthem, for sure. Speaking of, before we go, are there any um, ex-Aussies over there we should be keeping an eye on in the, the handicaps on Sunday? We have got Jumbo Fortune in race five. Uh, you might remember him trained by Team Hawks' um, Safe, S-A-I-F. Yep. He won the Shrepp of Evans. Uh, Runner-up in the Science Produce as well. Tony Cruz has got him now. He actually was in that. He was in the Wellington trial. So if you have a look at the Wellington trial, you'll see him as well. So it was Wellington, Jumbo Fortune, Golden 60. Um, so Joe rides him. Good ones. Yeah, you know, in trial well too. So... Um, he'll be very popular, but definitely big watch on him. Jumbo Fortune, race five. Um, there's a couple of ex-Brazilian horses going around, actually, and I can only, they're owned by the same the same guy, so I can only assume he watched the race, couldn't decide between the, the first and the second, so he bought them both. Pegasus General and Pegasus Hero. Um, they go around in race five and race ten, respectively. Um, Pegasus Glory won on a heavy track over a mile, but they're grade one winners, so look out for them. But the other one... Um, I think it's interesting is Navas too. He's in that final race as well. He beat Packing Victory two starts back at massive odds. If I'd been braver, I would have tipped him, but I didn't. I just had him in fourth for oil improved, and he did hugely. But he's won again since. And um, Richard Gibson's got him in the derby. It's a bit of a, might be a bit of a stretch the derby, but I, I don't think they're done with him just yet. Um, so Navas two in the last might be worth a, a second look as well. But yeah, Jumbo, if you're looking for the ex-Aussie this, this weekend, uh, Jumbo Fortune is probably the one to keep a keen eye on there. 
Oh, will do. Actually, he was um, when he won that race at Rose Hill. He was um, thrown up by. I know that he was at the time fairly popular, and and there was a a line of thinking running around that he was a, a Guineas horse. So um, and he, I think he had okay. converge behind him that day, and a couple of others. So yeah, the, yeah, yeah. He ran second. So the form. He got the charmed run, but it was still still at least the first two pulled away. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he. How we acclimatise, and then next weekend it's the four-year-old series gets underway. Classic Mile, we're often running with the first like that. Yep. Where the Irishman is the uh, Australian interest there. He ran big splits the other mm. day. I know Simo was um, talking about that incessantly. Yep. As if he might have backed him and done his money. No, no, no. I. Uh, <laughs> you just the need to get that thing back. That's the please, please. I just want to see him draw a gate next week and take up a yeah. position. Who? Yeah, well, the interesting. Well, there's lots of interesting runners in there, but California Spangle, but he's the only one with a triple figure rating at the moment. But he hasn't been beyond 1200. Very, he looks like a really, really smart sprinter. But up to 1200 to a mile, um, we'll see. Good little betting um, conundrum. But he yeah. looks, yeah, he, he <clears> looks, <throat> he looks very sharp. But it's, it's interesting because Derby's obviously a long way off, but. The Derby winners generally have to have a triple-figure rating, but all the triple-figure horses at the moment, all the triple-figure four-year-olds are all sprinters. Um, so we're looking at, you know, sort of further these, you know, sort of horses in the 80s at the moment have got to improve, like the Irishman's ready at 82. Now, if he's going to be a profile of a traditional Derby winner, he's still got 20 rating points to find. Mm. So um, we'll see how it develops over the next few weeks. Perfect. For sure. We'll have you on next week. Beautiful. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers. Cheers, guys. All right, that wraps us up for this week. Yep, does. That's all done. Any parting words? Nope. We're out.